telling this next story more to remind myself than anyone else that I'm not alone and I'm always being watched out over. In this particular timeline, the end of March in 2020, I find myself right in the middle of a global pandemic. Our society is grinding to a halt. I know many of you can relate and are feeling your own pains and pressures from this moment. My heart goes out to you. I'm reminding myself of this story at this particular time. It's a story of hope that if I really need support and help, I am always cared for. I'm a recent widow. So in this moment, I am without my partner, my best friend, facing the decisions that need to be made and the pressures of all of this without my husband and my best friend for a challenge on their own. Ironically, this year has brought many unexpected things that would challenge me. One of them being the recent loss of my job. It was due to financial pressures and tough decisions need to be made. I was one of those tough decisions. I understand it completely. But at the same time, I find myself in the middle of all this chaos, now without a job. What seems like a silver lining is I'm a nurse, or a nursing leader. And in the middle of all of this, the last thing that our hospitals have time to do is respond to HR interviews. So I find myself without a position, rapidly approaching the time when I'm going to have a make or break for myself. And when I began to worry for a moment yesterday, I remembered this story and it comforted me. And so when I woke up this morning and sent out a little pulse prayer to ask what story wanted to be told today. This was the first one. It happened when I was in my early 20s, and you've heard a few now about that time period. I had my son when I was 19. It's hard for me to say that out loud, because it makes me a statistic. And it makes me, maybe in your mind, seem something that isn't the truth of what it was. From the moment that I found out I was expecting him, I did everything I could to be the best mother possible. And there's a great story around that that I'm sure will come up. But as our new young family struggled to build this foundation, we often found ourselves stretched to the very limit. I remember one time 
tears rolling down my face, unable to purchase diapers or food for the table. I heard the most beautiful resonating sound coming through my chest. It was as if God himself was vibrating every cell. And it was just a simple message. Put your right hand in your front pocket. I put my hand in my pocket and when I pulled it out, there was a $20 bill in it. Now, I've never been one to carry cash, nor have I had that kind of cash during that time period. $20 was a week's worth of food, nearly. That would have been a resource that was tightly managed. I couldn't believe my eyes and the way I felt when I just held that in my hand, knowing that I would be cared for. I also knew that I could do that anytime I needed, and I should do it only if 100% desperate. Over the coming weeks and months and years, there were dozens and dozens of moments of desperation. And yet none of them were ever so bad that I tried it more than another two or three times. Every time when I was completely humbled in a space of desperation, if I put my hand in my pocket, I could pull out $20. I don't know where it came from. I know that I didn't put it there. And I know that I was the only one who had access to my clothing. I know it came from a different source, and I know that sounds hard to believe. But what I also know is that I knew not to take advantage of that grace. I knew that it was meant for something very, very special, a time when I truly needed divine support, when I couldn't make it or manage it on my own. It's why I didn't use that excuse very often. It's why I got busy and creative. I was hardworking. Thankful. Every moment in breakthrough. Every time I would receive a windfall like Cheerios on sale with a coupon on the back that made them almost free. I would thank God. I knew he was putting things in place. I also knew that the importance of working ourselves and humbling ourselves into grace and gratitude was the true lesson there. Being able to reach into my pocket for $20 was a side effect 
of being loved. But the lesson was in finding my way with joy and love and humility and most importantly, gratitude. I haven't tried that for a very, very long time. I think the last time I ever tried it, I was living in Arizona, which means it had to have been before I was 23. I know now that if it gets down to it, and it would take a very long time to get down to it, I could reach into my front pocket and find $20. I don't doubt that's true. I don't know where your gifts live. I don't know where your miraculous places are. But I know they're there. They're going to show up in different ways. You're going to be sent support and help and lifelines. Maybe in ways that aren't as obvious. But yet they're still there. My lesson learned was that when I notice them, all of them, as much as I possibly can, and give gratitude back, they continue to come forward in abundance. I hope you find them now. I hope you reach your hand into your pocket and pull out what you need. I believe it's right there for us. And in this time when the world is so unsettled and when my own world is turned upside down, thinking of my right pocket 